morning, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast, sitting in a parking lot. Totally not frustrated, right? Not frustrated, not angry. But in the past, I probably would have been. So here's, let me paint the picture. Um, scheduled a lot of things around this appointment I had this morning. So shifted a, a meeting with my supervisor to the right an hour. Um, chose not to drive my daughter to school to make this appointment. Didn't surf, didn't do my wilderness time this morning because of this appointment. So I walk into the building. Receptionist says, oh, you didn't get the cancellation call? Well, no. And in fact, I said the last time we talked on the phone, you said, just come in. So no, I didn't get a cancellation call. I got the opposite. So this this person says, oh, yes, it's been canceled. Why don't we just go with this date? And I'm, I'm thinking... You're not owning it, but that's okay. Because I prayed a long time ago that I wouldn't make it an idol for for people to own things. So I don't need someone to own anything to be happy. But in the past, I would say, you need to say sorry, or man, you don't even feel bad about this. And But I don't need that anymore. I, just, I, I don't need people to own things. It's none of my business, right? And I also prayed this very dangerous prayer, it was either this month or last month. My confession was, Lord, I worship control. So would you give me opportunities to grow in this area of wanting to control everything and and wanting to have my own way? So what did God start doing? He started opening my eyes to the fact that when I don't get my way, I should celebrate and it's a good thing because I'm being purged, I'm being sanctified from getting my way. So this could work. This has been working in the home. It's been working at, at, at work. And it worked this morning. Where I wanted to have my appointment, my way. And, and the world said, and the person in front of me said, nope, that ain't happening. So I was able to, to say, okay, God, sweet, thank you. And it came like that. So the, re- the receptionist, whether it be a guy or a girl... The receptionist said, are you gonna be okay? And I said, yeah, I'm gonna be fine. And they said, are you sure? I said, yeah, no problem, no worries. When's the next time I can come in? And you know what I also noticed is this, is that this person had a Bible open on, on the desk. So that does nothing for me. I know before, maybe, remember phone books? Anybody remember phone books? But there would be businesses and they'd put a little Christian fish, a little ichthus on there. Um, that does nothing for me today. And Bibles do nothing for me because there are a lot of people who own Bibles who are well, evil people. I'm not saying this person was evil. I'm just saying there's a lot of people actually in church who own Bibles, who do religious things that aren't even believers. I mean, they don't believe what they read. They just have they have it as a as some sort of marker or cultural you know indicator. But I'm learning to be loving and, and just engage people, and not to be drawn towards people who are holding a Bible. Like I don't want to I don't want to fall into the trap of, oh you got a Bible man this person's gonna be nice to me, this person's not gonna lie to me. And the opposite is this, is this old school uh, this just mentality, this ignorant mentality of, well, that person's cussing, they're smoking, they're drinking. They must not be a Christian. That's a, that's a ridiculous mindset to have. 
Um, I told this to someone yesterday. This, I met a guy who would, who was two years sober through an Alcoholics Anonymous program. I said, I love talking to dudes who have been through AA because they get it. They, they know brokenness and they know community and they know openness and they know honesty. They know step four, um, inventorying resentment. They know discipleship, i.e. the 12th step. They know how to get in touch, how to confess. And it seems like the, it seems like the, the, the struggle with people who own Bibles, people who go to church religiously, people who pray, is that there's, they're in this trap of not knowing what it's like to be fully known, yet at the same time every week meeting people in church who say they love you, but they don't know you. So that could be really frustrating. Whereas groups like AA or NA or recovery groups, man, right at the outset, right out the gate, when they sit down, it's confession time. And it's, man, so you know everything about me right now and you're not judging me. Oh my gosh, I feel loved. So let me meet you where you're, where you're at. And, and so there's mutual confession. There's mutual um, joining at the hips. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Oh, and by the way, look at this. My buddy sent me the verse of the day. Tommy, thank you for sending me this. It says, always be joyful, never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, New Living Translation. Thanks, Tommy. It's my brother, Tommy, from, from Hawaii. Every day he sends me the verse of the day from the Bible, Bible app, Bible.com. If you, if you have Bible.com, add me. Add me. I'm on there. I think, I think I'm Arbar. Anyways, uh, Fabcasters, just some thoughts of the day. And, and I know as the day goes on, every time I don't get my way, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to thank God for saving, for delivering me from that, that trap of wanting my way, wanting my own way, thinking I need my own way. How about this? It just came to my mind. Every yellow light I run into, or every red light, thank you, God, that you didn't let me cross here. <laughs> I wanted to cross, but I don't get to cross. Thank you. This is one step. This is one more ounce of sanctification being purged from my selfishness. I love it. All right. I got to go to work sometime today and, and do as I'm told because I like that. All right, Fabcasters. Love you guys. Peace out. Bye.